Welcome in, everyone, to the Two Brothers in Another podcast. I'm Dan. I'm Nick. And we are here to discuss the TV series that just dropped on Disney Plus, Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Uh, we just had the first episode. Let's welcome in our guest for today, a recurring guest now at this point, multiple times. It's our friend Zach. Zach, welcome. Hey, guys. How are you? Good. We're uh, happy to have you back on. Is this the first um, episode where the same guest has been on? Like, in like two sequentially? In a row? Like sequentially? Yeah. I think so, it might be. So what you're saying is that I'm now. your favorite. <laughs> we can neither <laughs> confirm nor deny that at this time. <laughs> I think you definitely have made them. You've been on the most episodes now. I think you well, might even beat out Debo. What can yeah, I say? I, yeah, I think though. We, I think we, we got to get the, you and Debo in. On, I on said. I think together. for the finale, we should get them both on, and we could just have this like all-out thing on about it. You know, brawl. Absolute yeah. nerd. <laughs> exactly. That, that's gonna be a three. No, you know what? We'll take a note out of Zack Snyder's page. Um, oh, for four hours. Like, like four and a half hours of just. Nick and I watched the Snyder cut, by the way. Um, we, we, we really liked it. I think we might do maybe it, it, within the next few weeks, maybe try to do something on it. So, so for our fans out there, that's something to keep an eye out for. Uh, do, we'll do like a recap a and discussion of the Snyder cut. Yeah, it's a four-hour movie. There's be, there'll be a lot to discuss. Um, but we're talking Marvel, not DC. And um, so the first episode the premiere of the falcon and the winter soldier dropped uh we're recording this saturday so the day we're recording this the day after the episode dropped so um what do you guys think let's open up what do you guys think uh overall impressions uh my, my first kind of impression is uh hmm. <laughs> it's, it's it's nothing um it's nothing amazing in my opinion, but it's kind of good to see at least the beginning of, you know, my classic Marvel formula. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Nick, what'd you think? Uh, My reaction was, yeah. (laughs) Or just, you know, yep. Makes sense. Yep. But (laughs) that was, that was basically it. and, And if you don't understand what I'm saying, then I feel like you didn't watch the episode. It was just like, you know exactly what we kind of yeah what we thought almost kind of, needed after wandavision like something you know, more like, predictable in a sense yeah or more like, yeah. like classic marvel just like okay yeah. that was good yeah. great episode wasn't too short didn't have 90 minutes of credits we're good we should also preface this with a spoiler warning just to be safe we always gotta do that um yeah no i i see what you guys are saying um it, it definitely felt like a movie compared to WandaVision, right? WandaVision had that like TV, obviously it's, you know, it's sort of like the, it, it was doing all the TV tropes and stuff, but it definitely felt more like a TV show. And the, except for the last couple episodes versus this felt like the opening to the next, like this felt like Captain America four opening of the movie, in my opinion. And to, to be fair, it's not like this is something they hadn't told us was going to happen. Right. I mean, if you looked anywhere online that had the word Marvel, you would have seen two things. One, that WandaVision is going to like be actual episodes of a show and that Falcon and the Winter Soldier would be a movie cut up into parts. Like right, you always right. knew this was going to be the case. Mm-hmm. Not complaining either way. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, I I liked I liked it. Uh, I liked the opening. It felt like the opening to Winter Soldier, sort of with like the Steve jumping out of the 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 plane and you know, and then like getting on the boat and taking out the guys. Batrock showing up, um, kind of felt the same style. Um, you know, definitely felt like a like a successor to the Russo brothers in their sort of style of how they approached it. Um, very grounded feel versus WandaVision, which is good. I mean, that it makes sense. I mean, WandaVision is all magic and and you know, demons and stuff like that, versus you know, yeah, this, this is more a, yeah. a guy with wings. Oh, guy you, with, you forgot like about boners. Man. And, and oh yeah, WandaVision had boners in it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but I, I, so I did one thing. I did really like. I pointed this out to Nick when we saw it. Was Henry Jackman is composing the sh- the show? He's composed both Winter Soldier and Civil War. So immediately the music gave that feel, that tone, the same way. And I loved that because they haven't always been that, that consistent with music in the MCU. And so that was a nice touch, I think, to it. Oh, wow. Yeah, I, I, I will say I didn't know who the composer was. I'll be honest. I don't really pay attention to that kind of stuff. But when you said it, I like definitely agree. Like I can recognize right away, like this is Captain America. This is, you know, Marvel. Like th- 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 this is war. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, especially in a Marvel sense, not, you know, real life. Right. Um, yeah, I didn't notice that till now, but I, I like that. That's cool. What do you guys think of the, um, you know, so what I, we didn't get a ton out of the episode. Like they kind of just showed you the characters a little bit and where they're at in their life, you know, post uh, end game. Uh, what are your thoughts on, you know, what do you guys think about like what we saw so far from the characters? Uh, okay. Okay. Good show, guys. Good show. <laughs> yeah, <that's it>. um, <laughs> I mean, I think it makes sense, you know. I I was trying to explain it um, to uh, my girlfriend who hadn't really seen any movies prior to Infinity War, um, and how uh, I'm working on it. I'm working on it. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, and I was trying to explain it in the terms of like who their characters were, right and the biggest issue when it came to Captain America, the biggest issue he had was the fact that he, he never knew anything other than war, right? So his biggest character arc was the fact that now he can finally go and live a normal life, a civilian life. You saw that same thing with Bucky. You know, he struggles with the fact that he remembers every single person that he's murdered. And then the same thing with Sam, he didn't really know what it was like after he had, uh, you know, retired or, or I don't remember what, why he stopped um, serving, but they, Cap and Sam bonded over that whole being a soldier who doesn't have a war to fight anymore. And so now it's kind of like, okay, what? now i mean obviously sam's still doing missions but you know now he has to help his family and support his family and bucky's going to therapy and it's (laughs) like you know it's it it's weird but it makes sense 
Yeah. I mean, I would agree. Um, you know, the they definitely tried to really establish, you know, Falcon a little more with this. I mean, that was always, like, I think, one of the criticisms uh, was that, you know, Falcon wasn't a super well-developed character in the movies. Um, and this really kind of already in that 50 minutes really gave you so much more for that character. I mean, that's the beauty of this type of streaming and doing these kind of series, you know, like that. But, um, you know, definitely they, they upgraded him a little bit. You know, he was more action heavy. Uh, you know, I think that was great to see. Um, you know, the opening was a pretty cool thing. They, they, I like how they kind of did, like I said, it was like the Winter Soldier in that opening, except so like Winter Soldier reflects Cap, right? It's he's more of a soldier. He's a hand to hand kind of fighter thing versus Falcon's thing is the flying. So they kind of flip, made, changed the, the, the setting to be all in the air which kind of was a cool like adjustment to fit the character. And they then Batrock the leaper kind of showing up was a nice little like touch to it. Um, I, th- I think we'll still leap. leap. Yeah. And he did in fact leap from a helicopter. Many, um, many leaping. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Many leaping. <laughs> uh, I'm hope I, I I'm sure we'll see him again this season. Um, he'll pop up, you know, somewhere in the story, but uh, I liked that. I liked seeing Sam's he'll family. Hop pop What? Pop he'll up. hop up. Oh, he'll hop up. <laughs> he'll leap up uh, at another point in the story. Um, I like in. seeing Sam's family, <laughs> Sam's family and, and, and what they're dealing with and kind of seeing that side of it all. That was pretty good. Which uh, yeah, kind of doesn't make a whole lot of sense to his character, though. I feel like like he. He once again, I don't remember what it, I, I think he retired, right? Like he just retired from the military. I think he, he, you know, he talks about, you know, he did his service. I mean, you know, you can step away after, you know, you serve your certain amount or at a certain point. Yeah. And, um, so after he wasn't, his, yeah, he wasn't active anymore. Right. Then Cap recruits him. They do the whole winter soldier thing. Mm-hmm. Then he kind of becomes an Avenger. Yeah. He gets snapped away. Yeah. He comes back. And now he's working for the government again, doing military stuff. That just, it doesn't really make sense to me. Why? I mean, like it's, it's, it's part of like what you mentioned before, where you said that like him and cat bonded over the fact that like, they don't know how to be a soldier without a war. Like he, he underratedly, I guess not even underratedly, like naturally needs like a war to fight. Mm-hmm. Now he does want to make sure that he's taking time to help out his family, even if, in reality, he might not be actually helping. Um, he he's still on call. I mean, he you saw he got the call immediately, went to the computer and talked to uh, what's his name? Uh, Torres. Torres. Yeah. Uh, you know to talk about the flag smasher uh, issue, mm-hmm. but like he was on call and immediately got on the phone, whatever that when he needed to. But he he recognizes the fact that like. I don't know if retired is the word, but is not in active service, kind of. So mm-hmm. he wants to make sure that he's there for his family. Because like he said uh, towards the beginning, I think, to Torres, is that, you know, and this was like right after the huge fight scene, that he saw his uh, nephews and then five years later he came back and they're not babies anymore. Mm-hmm. You know, he wants to spend time with that family that he missed. 
Yeah. And I think Nick to your, to kind of go with what you're saying, I think it's also this cyclical story where if he's trying, we know he's going to sort of take that mantle at some point and it's about him accepting it. But I think he also feels the weight of caps gone. We need someone who can help the military. That's more enhanced that has this ability, you know, like he could use it for good, you know, and to kind of take on that legacy in that sense as well. Um, so I think that's kind of why we're seeing him kind of back in action, but like you, and also, you know, he's maybe he's hoping to get paid a little bit. I don't know, but that kind of comes up later in the later in the episode when he's trying to get help his sister get the loan, and you know he has no income for the past five years. He's like, because I was literally not here. I was blipped away for five years. You know. Yeah, it was it was really interesting to see um, the banker, and you know, I, he was not going to lie, kind of a dick mm-hmm. about yeah. it. He was like, hey, you know, like I'm a huge fan, but I can't give you this money, and like. I, I get it. Like, that's his job. Mm-hmm. But he didn't need to lay on the fan stuff. Just be like, hey, you know, I respect what you do, but I'm really sorry about this. Mm-hmm. Um, the issue that I had was, yeah, like he said, oh, we put in all these, I think, regulations, restrictions, whatever the word was, um, or limitations mm-hmm. uh, due to everybody coming back. And it's like, what happened to their money while they were gone? Did you yeah. just get rid of it? That's not how... Money works. <laughs> yeah. I don't. I don't think Can you, you had think any. Think about the economic boom when everyone came back, or drop, or drop. You know, economic recession, even possibly, depending on the values, the because all money, these, the value of the stocks. I mean, think even that. Like, think about all the people that might have come back. That like maybe like it just because it was half the population doesn't mean it was half of every family. There mm. could have been an entire family that got blipped away, came back. Their apartment has been leased out to someone else. They have no more personal belongings. You know, blah blah blah. Like so many families, people, whatever, were, you know, I, I guess destroyed mm. by the blip. So in the end, Thanos did his freaking job. I mean, mm. um, and this is, the, you know, we know that Sam's sister and her two sons are still there. We still see the ramifications of him leaving in general, mm. but then even being blipped away by the time he came back, it was just it's too late. Yeah. I also, um, you know, like I, I, I like, Again, I like the approach they're having with this. Um, I think a lot of people were like, like kind of like, you know, so Rhodey has the cameo in the, in the episode. And I think a lot of people were with him and it, they were like, why didn't you just take it? Like he gave it to you. And now we're seeing, you know, the, the fallout of that talk about the ramifications, like him not taking on that legacy is now led to the government choosing, you know, uh, Wyatt Russell, <laughs> uh, you know, his character, the U S agent in the comics um, to, you know, to become the new captain America. Um, so that's how I think. It's in, and we've seen in the trailers though, that he has the shield at a certain point, Sam, and he's throwing it around and, and he and Bucky are practicing with it. So I think at some point soon, somehow he's going to get it back and then they're going to have to play. They're going to kind of like train. He's going to have to accept the fact that he's going to have to take on that role. Um, I mean, I, even if it's, yeah. even if it's not him actually getting it back, we already saw one flashback to when, you know, mm-hmm. Bucky uh, was Winter Soldier. This like there. How much time has passed now between um, when, let's say, he got the shield and you know the start of the show? 
That's that's true. It's, I think it's been a couple months. So you're right. He, he could have tried he, it out for a while beforehand. Exactly. And then still felt like it wasn't his. That's a great point. That could be um, what it is. Now, obviously, Bucky is nowhere near Sam. Yeah. They're not working together or anything yet. So yeah. we could talk. I think we could talk in a little when we we're almost going to do like half the thing on Sam and the other half on like Bucky. I feel like um, I think when we get to that, I want to talk about how I think he's going to get pulled into the story a little bit. Uh, I have like a, an idea, but I do want to shout out to that, that the joke about how people thought uh, Steve was out in the moon and like some facility on the moon. Uh, yeah. And I, I, I figured that was a like a reference to like Uatu, the watcher or something like that. You know, Nick Fury being in space kind of thing. Like, so it's kind of a nice little like joke and like ribbit. Like nobody really knows think, what happened to Captain America. They just assume he died. I think it was more of a knock on uh, the crazy fan theories. Uh-huh. Yeah, that too, that's probably. what I'm thinking. Um, but I, I will say I do have an issue with that because there's no way that people wouldn't know what happened to Steve considering the fact that he then went and lived his life. There's no chance he didn't go to one grocery store where one person recognized him as the Captain America that served in the war they lived through. Yeah, yeah. There's no way, but at the same time, you know, it's Marvel. Let them explain stuff how they want to explain it. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I think we, you know, definitely the ending um, of the episode, because just kind of tying into the Sam storyline here, you know, you could see him realize like, oh, shit, I should have taken the shield. You know, like I should have just done this for Cap because now, you know, his legacy is being taken out of our hands. The people who knew him who could, you know, carry that. So, Nick, what was that? Legacy. You said legacy. a weird hand gesture. Got me excited because oh, I brought okay. this up last episode legacy legacy there was an there was what i think the best part of the episode there was a line um and sam was talking to his sister and he says like like don't basically like don't pull that bullshit about the house or whatever like you know it's our family legacy we're not just gonna throw it away Mm -hmm. and as soon as he heard that, I went, if they do not bring in the Bradley storyline mm-hmm. after emphasizing how important family legacy is and, you know, the whole reason why Sam doesn't want to sell the house or the boat is like, mm-hmm. you know, it's your family legacy. Right. He was like, we're not just going to like, sell it away or whatever well it could be the same exact thing for the bradleys i mean Mm -hmm. they although um so isaiah bradley is the grandfather correct right that the no that's the the original captain america yeah yeah yep the first Um, so just for the historical context i know i did in the other episode but in case you know somebody they didn't any uh listeners didn't listen to that episode um so isaiah bradley was the sort of one of the first uh soldiers who was experimented on with super soldier serum in the comics uh they did it on a lot of african-american soldiers to get it right uh he was the first successful one 
And then they used it on Steve to create Captain America. So Isaiah was actually, they consider him really like the first Captain America. Um, and so there's that legacy. His grandson, Eli, is the one who becomes Patriot in the comics on the Young Avengers um, and kind of carries that legacy again, like you're saying. Yeah, right. So who took that away from Isaiah Bradley? The, the government. government, right? Yeah. And think about, you know, it's not it's not like it was really his, he could do anything about it. Mm-hmm. You know, they stole that from him. And, and his entire life, he's had to live with this, you know, white man overshadowing his accomplishments. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, so what does that say for his legacy, for his family legacy? And so it's like, you know, he had similarly Falcon, um, Sam could have continued this legacy. He decided not to, and it got ripped away from him by the government. Mm-hmm. Quick question. Um, mm-hmm. Have we seen in the comics, because I, I told you what last week that I don't have too much experience really knowing enough about, you know, the Bradley storyline. Mm-hmm. Um, have we seen uh, what the ramifications are of the child of a super soldier? So um, not entirely. So it it looked like so. Eli, so I said, like Eli Bradley's the grandson of Isaiah Bradley and he it, it was kind of weird like he was had there was a possibility he could have been born with the enhanced like abilities but he wasn't and he was kind of upset about that and he actually ends up in the comics taking some mutant, mutant growth hormone that like enhances it and that's how you would get the power um but um and he kind of gets like addicted to it. it's like a whole thing and but uh it, it doesn't seem we haven't seen many of like many uh, examples of that in the comics where that has really been a trend where like the child of like a super soldier sort of has that ability. Um, so it hasn't really been established as like a legitimate, you know, official thing. So okay. I was yeah. just wondering if like they intend to use that in the future where like he doesn't just pass it on to what should be the next Captain America. He passes it on to what should be and literally is the next super soldier. Well, speaking of that super soldier, so in the comics, right, and and, and I think we're getting a hint in the shows and the movies, is the super soldier serum itself is a legacy in itself because they're, people are trying to recreate it. Um, in the comics, the, the way they've retconned a lot of things is that Weapons Plus is the name of the program that created Captain America or created the Super Soldier Serum. And that Weapon X, a.k.a. Wolverine, uh, is actually Weapon 10, X being 10, Roman numeral. He is the 10th attempt to recreate the Super Soldier. Um, and that is sort of mixed with his mutant abilities and kind of created and, you know, they created that weapon and they put the infused the adamantium and all that uh deadpool is actually one of those uh, experiments as well um you know a lot of other characters involved in that so that is a route they could go down eventually when they introduce like mutants and, and x-men and stuff is they could go that weapons plus is this program that's been trying to recreate the super soldier serum and using enhanced humans a- as this um you know leading to that possible you know logan reference but that's also i think the what they're doing 
with possibly setting up the Thunderbolts as well and trying to get the Super Soldier Serum. I think this guy, so the uh, character of U.S. Agent, which I'm blanking on his first name. I think it's uh, John, some Nick, maybe someone do a quick search of U.S. Agent. But uh, I think it's John something. I forgot his last name. But he, I think that he may have Super Soldier Serum in him. And it's going to uh, be Jack, Jack Daniels. Jack Daniels. Which, interestingly enough. Jack Daniels, really? Okay. <laughs> uh, okay. Um, yeah. So, um, you know, I think seeing like what he, um, you know, like like it'll be interesting to see if he has a serum and if he's handling it or if it's kind of running, like has, con- you know, control issues with it. So that'll be an interesting sort of you know, a, you know, view of the character. Yeah. Interesting. Um, yeah. Cause I kind of feel like if, if, I mean, obviously we've seen nothing of him other than a, a wink literally. Mm-hmm. Um, so I do wonder if maybe they're going to like, in, cause it, you know, there's no doubt that he's going to end up, you know, not being the actual captain America. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, let's just be real. So the question is, is he going to start to, you know, do whatever it takes, you know, whatever it takes um, <laughs> and, you know, try this weapons plus program, try to get the serum. That's a, that's a good thought theory. I mean, it's not like that's something that's like totally out there. It seems pretty freaking reasonable. Mm-hmm. Um, either so that or he's already being experimented on. That's true. Just so you guys know. So actually the original U S agent, was john walker that's who actually is the name of the character that that is in the show john walker i guess he also was known at a different point as jack daniels which we said is a little odd jack daniels there but so john walker i actually read so it, that is the name of the character john, in the, the show there we go we got jack daniels and johnny walker yeah well i mean it's not yeah john <laughs> yeah it's such the same thing john walker um but yeah that's going to be the interesting look so I've always had the theory that they're setting up the Thunderbolts in all of this, that Thunderbolt Ross is using serum or attempted, they've used whatever attempted to recreate the serum to create his own sort of controlled superheroes. Uh, we saw it in the Hulk, the Incredible Hulk film with Abomination, who is supposedly coming back into play in the She-Hulk TV mm-hmm. series. We've got John Walker, you know, US agent here. We could have like, taskmaster from like black widow is a character like that um you know so i think we're going to slowly see certain characters come into this sort of situation and and come into play like this uh so i think that'll be kind of fascinating to look at Um, do you you think that this thunderbolts is going to give us uh a red hulk that would play a part in she hulk i would hope so i would hope so because i mean i have a whole run there's a good good run by greg pack the writer exception uh, yeah, it's called, uh, so there's, there's, you know, there's, uh, world war hulks. Um, there's like all these major storylines where it's literally the whole Hulk family. Cause there's so many characters that get mixed into that, then all getting involved in some big storyline. And, um, it's pretty good. Um, but red Hulk, yeah, is a big part of that Thunderbolt Ross becomes the red Hulk in the comics. And I think that they're setting that up too a little bit. Now, not, it would, that wouldn't happen in this, but it could happen in she Hulk or it could happen soon and that could set him up in that sense um but yeah one of one of my favorite uh marvel animated shows i know i mentioned it in like the first episode i was in is hulk and the agents of smash Mm -hmm. it's uh the team consists of hulk she hulk jennifer walters Mm -hmm. uh rick jones as a bomb or atomic bomb yep yep um red hulk 
mm-hmm. and Scar. Yeah, his son. Yeah, it's Hulk's um, son. Yep. Well, not in that uh, show, but in the comics, oh. for the most part, yes. Ah, uh, I didn't know no, in the in show this, it wasn't. Yeah, in the show, it's literally just like he is a Hulk from some planet that got <laughs> that got like ripped away from his home and got turned into a gladiator. Oh. Forgot everything. Huh. Whatever. Um, but he's still from Sakaar, which we've yeah. obviously you know seen in the MCU. Um, but yeah, so like that's one of my favorite things. So I I'm big on like the hulk so i'm super excited for she hulk and some of the other characters it can introduce especially if they decide to introduce red hulk in this and you know transfer it over to that Mm -hmm. yeah and the other thing with thunderbolts is you know we know as we all know that zemo is going to be in this show and zemo is a founder of the thunderbolts in the comics actually um but i when i think and i said this to nick my theory is that we we kind of see from the trailers that there's going to be these like vlog things that it, that Zemo is going to do. He's going to like release. Um, it looks like like how he's talking about like how like the superheroes like they, they can't exist anymore. Right. Like uh, talking about like kind of tying in with like what the flag smashers are doing with trying to bring down like the world order and the governments. And I think that my theory is if we remember Zemo was arrested, you know, and taken at the end of Civil War. So my theory is what if the government or thunderbolt ross or someone is having him do these things they've let him go on purpose told him to do this so that it's pushing the public's opinion of superheroes into a negative light because they're uncontrolled and then that's going to lead them the people to want the government to to control the heroes more and more like the sokovia accords kind of thing and it's going to push the creation of the thunderbolts because now he'll he'll be in charge of running the superheroes you know that are out there I kind of like, think that's like might be the uh, plan they might have. Sounds like we haven't seen the last of Tyler Hayward. Yeah, possibly because now it sees how you see how that ties in a little bit. Yep, so that's exactly. what I'm thinking is it keeps that that perception and leading to eventually the dark rain. Like I suggested that other last episode about how this could lead to the heroes looking like the villains and then the and then the villains becoming the heroes because they're controlled by the government and like, a, you know, and, and they're the ones, you know, being publicly you know, put out there, you know, so I, I just think that's an interesting thing. They could be going down a good, uh, interesting route. Um, it just seems too repetitive. Yeah. Well, of, of civil war. Like, yeah, but also, you know, now you have these heroes are the ones that brought these families back together. Mm-hmm. Right. And, and I, I know that there are people like Hayward who don't see it that way. They're but also like, the ones who lost. You know what I mean? Yeah. They're the ones who didn't stop them, and they could. That's how people might look at it. They're also the ones who didn't just stop trying, though, after they lost. True. Well, but they're the only know, ones. They, who, they did for you know. a while. That's the yeah. issue. Like, they did try to move on. I mean, Tony gave up Cap. While he was still kind of trying, he was just leading groups, you know, uh, through a uh, grief therapy, Nat was the only one still still trying, but like had nothing to do. Uh, Hawkeye went off and rampaged a bunch of people. <laughs> I mean, it, they may not have all given up completely, but they kind of took a hell of a hiatus. Mm-hmm. Um, but I I do agree with what you said, Dan, about um, 
uh, Zemo being involved with the Flag Smashers, my kind of mm. thought is that he's actually kind of leading them because he has, mm. you know, all these ties with, you know, chaos, right. uh, chaos right. magic. Um, <laughs> but what I was going to say is it seems kind of like the MCU based on trailers and based on what we've seen so far in WandaVision in one episode of Falcon and Winter Soldier is that we're looking at an MCU, an actual universe where people do not like or are scared of or want to regulate superheroes because, Mm -hmm. you know, WandaVision, she's now on, not on the run, but in, what's the word? Solitude? Sure. Yeah, something like that. that. Yeah. Um, And she can't be around other people at all right now because she committed, you know, crimes. (laughs) Um, Falcon, while... having not committed any crimes yet is probably going to, to try and get that shield back. Mm -hmm. Not to mention the fact that he's already on thin ice with a lot of the government from the stuff in civil war. That's true. Um, Yep. Bucky, you know, Bucky Um, (laughs) and Spider-Man, you know, he's a a man, well, a boy with enhanced abilities. Right. And they think he murdered Mysterio. They think he murdered a man using mm. those abilities, a man who didn't have superpowers, right? Mind you, a man who used to work for Tony Stark. <laughs> um, it just kind of seems like, in my opinion, that that's what the MCU is trying to set up not mm. just that you should be scared of superheroes, but that they shouldn't exist at all. Mm. Yeah, I, that's why I agree, and I think that that's where they're pushing this like idea and i think even like you said like like she hulk might set that up with the red hulk and you know um especially because uh you know him i'm sure it's going to tie in uh to him wanting you know he wants his own hulk and that's where abomination is going to come in but he's like abomination is like a failed version of it you know and i think that that's where that might come into play but um but we're kind of seeing that play out here a little bit is this like you know idea of like maybe the public is not super happy about having these heroes around unchecked and then and that's tying back into the whole civil war and the accords and everything um i do want to kind of yeah nick what were you saying this this furthers my um idea that wandavision came out at the wrong time yeah because i think like i said if I said this in, in the WandaVision episode. Um, the The bar needs to be even higher now based on how that show went and ended. Mm-hmm. Um, because you're saying, you know, people are going to start getting this mindset of they can live in a world without superheroes, right? How do you take that away from everyone? You can't because, you know, people with super abilities are always going to do something someone's going to do something right but the only way to actually ensure that that doesn't happen is if you have an m day level event Mm -hmm. and how could you have done that with wanda saying okay you know something happened everybody hates superheroes whatever i hate superheroes no more supers that's it now people have to learn what it's like to live in a world actually without superheroes they realize shit we were wrong and somehow need to get them back but you know i guess there's still a possibility to do that but like i said that bar is so much higher now because they didn't really use wandavision to 
do much of anything really. Well, I, so <clears throat> a little bit to your point, I think what's going to happen is if there is a scroll invasion, if there is this sort of secret invasion thing that does play out, the public is going to be both pissed off that the heroes, that the heroes weren't here to stop it or fix it, you know, kind of like with infinity war, but, um, and you know, and I think that again, that's going to lead to, well, you know, who did stop it, the, the government and their controlled heroes, you know, and that leads to eventually that dark rain idea. But I kind of want to get up. To, I want to actually shift over to talk about winter soldier um, and talk a little bit about his story arc in this episode. Um, I, he's one of my favorite characters as always has been. Uh, I did like to see that. I liked seeing that little flashback to him, you know, um, you know, having to assassinate someone, you know, and then he took out the the bystander who we find later in the episode, you find out is the son of the guy that he's helping out kind of living near and the older man that he's kind of helping. He feels regret. And I like seeing that list, you know, like on one side where all the people who wronged him and were part of Hydra and all that. And then the other side where the people he wanted to make amends with and like who he killed, like he remembers all of them. I think that was a really interesting like look and, and take, uh, you know, I think for his character and he's going through therapy and trying to get better. Um, yeah, I, 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 yeah. I, I, I mean, I completely agree. I really like the way they, uh, I guess the word is tackled uh, his character this time around, because mm -hmm. in every other case, it's been when he was winter soldier, he did some fucked up shit. And then he came back and cap forgave him for it right not giving anyone else a chance to either forgive him for it or scorn him for it and even and it's interesting too because when he's i think he said it when he was in therapy is even when he's doing this thing making amends like trying really hard he said that the only piece he found was in wakanda you know mm. as you know the white wolf yeah and, and going with your point you know cat forgave him but he has to learn to forgive himself for things that he didn't, you know, the heat were beyond his control. Uh, and that's, I think his story arc is going to be him learning to, to forgive himself and move on and move forward. And that's going to be another connection to the legacy of captain America is like, you know, is, is this is what Steve fought for was for me, you know, for me to, to, to be able to be here and move on and live my life. And I think I need to, you know, accept that. I mean, so, he, he's now living in a world uh, I, I just had a one-off uh he's now living in a world where the only friend he had from his childhood has mm -hmm. is technically his age but could be dead by now we actually don't know right like we I, I assume that since they were like straight up honoring him that like maybe he did die and sam knows i feel like we're gonna have to find out at some point in the show mm -hmm. um but yeah, I, otherwise he's coming in for some sage window wisdom. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that uh, that actually flows perfectly into what I was saying. So um, that's how uh, we played it. Just exactly. Um, so there was a lot of talk about just like some of the cinematography of the episode and um, the the scene where Bucky's in. Um, therapy he's sitting in front of this like painting of a forest right mm. and um i you know that could symbolize just being alone or you know being in or being back in wakanda maybe even mm -hmm. um but i kind of looked at it as like 
you know, the classic saying, if a tree falls in the forest and no one's around, do you hear it? And it's like, Bucky has no one. Mm-hmm. His best friend is an elderly man who he doesn't, frankly, even really know. You know, like, he doesn't have... I'm talking about... Um, Oh, the the Yori. Uh, Yori. Yori. Okay, Yori. I thought you were yeah. talking about Cap. Like he. No, 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 okay. no, no, no. I'm talking. I'm talking about Yori. Um, <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> and you know, so it's like, you know, it, he has no one, and mm-hmm. he's going to therapy. I don't know if it's his own, like, if he's making himself go or what, but it's like. There's, they did say he was no pardoned. System. They yeah. did say he was pardoned. So I wonder if the, also part it of was the part stipulation of was you have to go to this therapy and you know. Yeah, move and, you, and you saw the story that he was telling about whatever. I think like the congresswoman, senator, whatever. Mm-hmm. Like you saw, you know, he did his thing, and you're just kind of like, oh, he's going rogue to get yeah. his shit done. But then you see the government or the army just swoop whoosh in, like yeah. So he's clearly working with them. It seems like he's pardoned, like on certain terms terms yeah 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 no i agree and so um, he's still he's still being used you know they're still they're still yeah. using his he, he's always his being used as a weapon yeah exactly you're right in the a way, list yep. of people that he has that has have wronged him or that were hydra the government's using him to find them and arrest them you know one thing i thought of too we're talking about the legacies and i know there was something that got brought up was you look at falcon how he can use his wings to actually create a shield for himself. And he was blocking bullets and things we were talking about, you know, Nick kind of going to your point, the idea about uh, the Bradley family, if they introduced that idea, if they actually gave away the shield by the end to that family, because Falcon's like, I don't need it. I, I can be captain America, but I don't need the shield to, to carry that mantle. And he, he could, you know, use his own, you know, his wings could kind of be that sort of sense. But I was just thinking of that as an idea. That's, I think I had touched on that last episode, Think, think about it like this. The legacy of Captain America currently is it was uh, Steve Rogers. Then, you know, now it's, or it, it isn't, but, you know, it Falcon, right? It was given to one of Cap's friends, right? Mm-hmm. The mantle was handed over to someone who is not related to, to him at all it's just a friend right and now it's completely random person because the shield just gets given to someone new some new soldier but with the bradley family you have a super soldier isaiah bradley who literally has a bloodline and a living bloodline yeah of possibly super children super grand you know this this shield doesn't really symbolize anything Mm -hmm. the blood the super soldier serum in their blood is the legacy that if it's there if they go down that route yeah 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 that's that's my point but like that shield could easily just be handed down this line of actual living captain americas yeah well the the thing is 
the shield the shield is not what makes captain america it right. never was right what makes captain america they made that clear from first uh, right. what was it first avenger yeah. like they made that so very clear with right. the fact that they took like a an intense if you want to say squadron and put them all to the test and the only one that passed was the you know skinny little boy from queens yeah uh, um sorry from brooklyn yeah so it, it was never ever the shield that made Captain America right. that made Captain America Captain America. And that's what Sam recognizes, which is why exactly. I more than respect his choice. I wish he still had it or had passed it off to someone he believes more worthy, which we right. think as I think all three of us have said that we think he'll pass it off in the future. But the government is now just saying this shield is mm-hmm. what makes Captain America, which you know yeah. goes with what Nick was saying. But it's 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 not the shield that makes right. it. Or right. even the right. super soldier serum, as yeah. helpful as that is. Yeah, it's more about yeah. the person, the character. Yeah. And we have to think about story arcs. Yeah. Just from from a, a, a story writing standpoint. Mm-hmm. Like as awesome as it would be to think that these are real yeah. people. I mean, and the Bradleys may not um, even be in this, but we're we're speculating things yeah, that will never yeah. happen. So I think we should but get like, off that topic of the Bradleys. We have just to look at it like this. <laughs> um, well, nothing we say is legit, you know. No, I don't know. I'm just saying, I, if Kevin if that, Feige if over here isn't, if uh, they don't come into play, we're just kind of <laughs> saying random that's stuff. A, that's but... a last episode callback. <laughs> just saying. Um, so think of it like this, right? Sam, what's his what's his story arc? What's his storyline? Like, so he's gonna. What else needs to be done? He's going to learn that he can be Captain America. Like, he can take Without on that mantle and be worthy of being Captain America. I don't know what they're gonna if they're gonna. Like, I agree with you guys about the shield. I just don't know how they're gonna play that arc. How they're gonna play that story. Well, but either I, I way, think I, I think, I, think he accepts it. I, I agree. I think he is going to realize that he's worthy without the shield, which is what will then lead him to understand that he actually earned the shield, not just right. got it. Right. Exactly. And Bucky, his so, story arc. I, Bucky's going to learn to forgive himself and become his own person for once. Get away from that's his story exactly. arc is no Doesn't longer need to be, be controlled by others. Be your own person, becoming the white wolf, you know, or whatever kind of character. Uh, I would love for him to get the shield like because Sam could be like, you know, I've got I, you know, he could change his suit to be that sort of Captain America, Captain Falcon looking suit with the wings and be like, Bucky, you can keep the shield. You you were like his brother. Yeah. You know, but I, know I don't think that'll happen. It. No, I know. I know. I'm just saying, honestly, I'm with, trying to think of like who needs the shield to. I think it's just they should just put it away. <laughs> like, I think it's too. Yeah, that's, it's just, that, that's like. That's what Sam tried to do. He right. tried to yeah. put it in the Smithsonian Museum. Right. I don't think anyone needs the shield. I think the, the realization is that we don't need a single figure to unite a country. Like, everyone's got a bit of Captain America in them. You know, as cheesy as it is, it's like, you know what? Yeah, but the right place to retire the shield isn't in a Smithsonian. Because you know what, Cap wouldn't want that if he knew that, you know, the Bradley family was around. Or right. you know, just give it to them. It doesn't even have to be used ever again. They don't have to do anything. Just retire it with someone that it actually means something instead of sitting in a in a mm-hmm. glass case. 
And yeah. if we're being honest, knowing Marvel, if they put it in a position where it can be stolen or used in the future, it will be stolen. Yeah, or used it will in the happen. Yeah. <laughs> um, but when it comes to Bucky, you did bring up a good point about the possibility of him just straight up becoming the White Wolf, not just having it have been one off mention. Um, right. You know, I, I mentioned it earlier. He said during therapy that, like, that's the only time he ever felt peace. And, you know, we know we're going into. Black Panther 2 obviously we know they're not recasting T'Challa we are obviously going to have another Black Panther but the question is are they going to have a Black Panther with a White Wolf support character and you know if so they're not going to have someone else be the White Wolf right Uh, yeah I don't I don't know how like the White Wolf character actually in the comics is kind of an obscure side, very like low level character that yeah, I think they I mean, just I kind mean, of use I, the name. So I think I don't we know. talked about yeah. it. I think we talked about it in either the first or second episode that I was in because mm-hmm. uh, I had known a little bit more about it than uh, I think I expected myself to know. <laughs> um, so that was like a really, really cool mention for me. Mm-hmm. But I do genuinely wonder if you know, because obviously it depends on what ends up happening with mm-hmm. Bucky by the end of the series, right? Um, or when Black Panther two takes place in the timeline. Mm-hmm. Um, that point. is something I'm interested to see what they decide to do with Bucky. If mm-hmm. sadly, if he even survives all this, yeah. I uh, you know, and and think about the idea of Winter Sol- uh, Winter Soldier suit and Super Soldiers and stuff. The the ending of the episode. So deals with so Torres, the the soldier who like works with Sam. He's actually in the comics. He becomes the next Falcon, by the way. Uh, just uh, Joaquin Torres, that's his character. Um, he tries to kind of get involved with the Flag Smashers and learn a little bit about them. And he witnesses them like rob a bank or something. And uh, you see that one guy who like seemed to have possibly have Super Soldier Serum in him. And that's and you see when he sent the footage to Sam, he's like, do you think he's, you know, he's a and then it kind of cuts away or or something like that. So Nick and I had some speculations, but I think the most logical thing is it these might be super soldier enhanced peoples, you know, and stuff like that. So that'll be interesting. Again, the legacy of Cap and the super soldier serum and all of that coming into play. Um, So I think that'll be pretty cool to see. Agreed. Yeah, like. Not only does the shield have to be retired, the whole thing. Yeah. The serum experimenting, like it's just all got to just be shut down. It's done. And that was a good point, Zach, that you've pulled up um, about. We don't even know if certain characters are going to make it out of this Mm -hmm. show, you know, and truly... I don't think Bucky has any other reason to live. Like, re- <laughs> not well, <laughs> like, well, like, like that. I, I, I know like, what you're saying. He he ha- he has a list. You know, he's checking it twice. Um, yeah. he's <laughs> <laughs> he's Santa Claus now. <laughs> B- Bucky delivers gifts to all the Hydra agents. It's guns. <laughs> it's guns and officers. Um, he kills them and then he leaves yeah. the present. <laughs> oh my god, that's the Grinch. <laughs> um. <laughs> how, how Bucky Barnes stole Christmas. He, oh, um, that's actually a nice title. Nice <laughs> what if that title? was like the Christmas? How special? the Winter Soldier stole Christmas. <laughs> what if that he was, killed them all? What if that was the Christmas special instead of Guardians? Yeah, that would be, that would be um, weird. Um, wait, what was I saying? I don't uh, know. We, oh, lost, we got yeah, really so, off so, the rails. So now. he has his list. Um, <laughs> I'm trying so hard not to say it again. And 
you know, he's crossing things off. What happens when he gets to that end of the list? That's a good what, question. What is he question. willing he, to do? He ceases to exist. <laughs> he, 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 turns to, he turns into dust. He turns into the Grinch. Turn, just transforms. <laughs> um, no, but genuinely, like, it, it is highly, let's say probable that he does not make it out of this alive because once he makes those amends or if he even decides to continue it, once he feels that he's made amends for everything, mm-hmm. he, he will, may just walk away or give or, a heroic sacrifice. Yeah. Or that. Yeah. You know, it, it's going to be interesting. I, I, like I said, I, he is one of my favorite characters. When I was collecting the comics, some of the, uh, one of the series that I really got into when and I was literally I was pre-ordering the the co- the copies and stuff was the Death of Captain America series, um, where Bucky took on the mantle and all of that. I have tons of Winter Soldier comics, so I I just hope they do his character justice, and they you know whatever happens. But um, you know, so I think it's gonna be interesting to see where this all goes. I think we're all kind of thinking the same thing as the like you know we know the legacy things all about what the story is, but that you know, there's some trickiness going on in the background here that there's going to be, we're going to, there's going to be some big reveal about the government and the, and the flag smashers or something like something's going to happen. And we're going to be like, Oh damn. Like, you know, so it's going to be an interesting twist that we'll, we'll be seeing hopefully down the road. But um, so let, I think any last minute things like predictions or thoughts we, we have before we kind of wrap up here. Uh, normally I would say yes, but in this case, it's just like, yes, we, we, we don't, we don't know on. what we don't know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Honestly, I, I think, um, we're going to see more of more, um, I guess not side effects, but, uh, what, like, what's the word in my look, what, what word is my, consequences? Uh, yeah. Consequences of captain america yeah i think i think that's what we're gonna see a majority of this this show is like you know the the fact that they did experiment what what is Mm. what's that gonna result in Mm. in like the future and just like everything you know some experiment that was done a hundred years ago right and and how is, how, it play it, out? how is it still affecting mm-hmm. the world currently yeah we, we we should name this episode uh how the winter soldier stole christmas that should be the name of the episode that would definitely get people's attention right two brothers and yeah. a soldier Two brothers and a soldier is probably what we'll that, that call stole it. Christmas. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> that's the, the, two brothers and a soldier that stole Christmas. Um, the one thing that I do want to say is super interesting, and this is definitely <clears throat> more of an MCU thing compared to DC because you guys were talking about Justice League earlier. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> is the fact that it's just like common knowledge for everybody <laughs> yeah. that that Bucky and Sam are just people, like. Mm-hmm. Like uh, uh, the banker was like, hey, hey, did you play for LSU? Like, mm. what do I know you from? He's like, oh, Falcon. He's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then mm. like Bucky, he's on the date with this woman from the sushi restaurant. And she's just like, oh, yeah. So how old are you now? And what, what do you say? I think like 100. Yeah, 100 something. Yeah, I don't remember what he said. But and yeah. So like, it's just like 
they're just walking among among yeah. everybody. They know he's like, they know he's Bucky. Like that yeah. chick, like just knew he's he's the Winter Soldier. You're right. It is this sense of that identity thing. Like you know, Peters are still the only one who really has like an, a secret identity. In oh uh, well, he did. Well, Sorry. not anymore. Let me phrase that. He did. So close. Uh, so yeah. <laughs> So it's interesting how that those because in the Marvel comics for so long, secret identity was a very strong part of everything. Like like even in the comics, like the world, like Steve Rogers and Captain America. I think maybe most people knew that, but like Tony Stark, even the Avengers didn't know Tony Stark was Iron Man for like a good no. portion of the Avengers comics. Like it was also it, like literally like, like the mythical god Thor. Yeah, had uh, in what, a daily alias as yeah, Donald, Donald, Blake. Donald Blake, which yeah. obviously you know they went into in the first episode yeah. that it was uh, in the first movie. There was like Jane a Foster's to it. Uh, yeah. ex, and yeah. she was wearing her clothes. But yeah, like like even mm. he had an alias, you know, the God. Yeah, so it, it, they definitely done away with that, you know, and they've done it, th- and that's right. I mean, you, you don't, you know, everyone's gonna know Steve Rogers is Captain America, like from the you know the records and everything. Tony Stark, the I am Iron Man really changed it all, you know, and sort of set that tone. Um, so, and then it did it the right way. And I said, Peter is the only character who has the issue of like secret identity, you know, because that was what the whole Civil War comic was about, was about, you know, registering superheroes and knowing their identities for, and, and, and obviously because the identity wasn't a major issue in the, in the movies, in the MCU, they changed the Sokovia Accords to be about, uh, you know, basically controlling the Avengers, like, you know, keeping them in check and things like that. Um, So I think that that was kind of an interesting change. It would be an absolute disservice if we didn't talk about the biggest identity crisis reveal everything in the MCU. And that is that Aaron is noob master. Oh, noob master 69. Whoa! <laughs> yeah, it was it and was a deleted scene, right? It was a it was a promotion I think he for is Xbox. Mephisto, and I think he's going to come been... back in the. <laughs> All right, come on, Nick. Um, he's going to yeah, come back it was in the, the future films. The Xbox commercial of uh, it was Falcon promoting Xbox with the the guy from the Winter Soldier movie, you know, in the in the uh, what was it in the Apple Store, and um. You know, and then, yeah, he's like, oh, yeah, this is my my gamer tag is new master 69 and everyone, you know, from from Endgame. But uh, he's like, oh, but my cousin, my cousin made it like trying to hint like his cousin's the one who did all that stuff. Um, I don't see his personality being the guy who was like talking junk to uh, to Korg while playing Fortnite. Um, it's just a weird sentence I just said right there. A lot of weird words that just went <laughs> together. Yeah, I don't think he's the guy who was talking junk on Fortnite to Korg, the alien from from you know from Sakar. Uh, now, now, do we think that Aaron's going to become a new guy in the chair? No, I'm just <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> that's, that's the real theory. That would be funny. <laughs> He'd be he'll become um. What's the I'm blanking on the character? What's the character's name from uh, the Punisher? The guy in the his guy in the chair. Oh, I forget. Yeah, I forgot his name. But it's like yeah, it, what he becomes that guy. Um, yeah. He's so join the rev- the revolution. Yeah. The pamphlet revolution. With the pa- with the pamphlet. <laughs> um, yeah. So, all right. So I think that's where we're going to wrap this, <laughs> wrap this up, uh, on noob master 69. Um, naturally, naturally. So awesome. Well, we, we're going to see. So next time we'll, we'll talk about this will be after the finale. 
So we're kind of, we've set things up. We're going to see how this plays out and then we'll kind of reconvene and discuss like where we think thing, you know, if see what came true with our predictions, where we, where things went and talk about the future. Um, in the meantime, for our listeners, I, at some point in the next few weeks, Nick and I will uh, do a Snyder cut of the justice league episode that we'll release talking all about that. And, you know, uh, the whole Snyder universe and all of those things. So keep an eye out for that. But uh, Zach, thank you for joining us. This was awesome, man. Always yeah, love hearing your here. insights. <laughs> Thanks. So uh, yeah, so have a great one, everyone. And uh, make sure you listen in. Keep listening. <laughs>